Hey friends, this is your host Dante with another episode of Why Dave Podcast. And the topic we're going to talk about is a very controversial topic. It's going to be about vulnerability. Whereas it's the women being vulnerable or the men being vulnerable, are there good and bad things, pros and cons to it, compare and contrast, all that we're going to get into that. I have Red Pill, I have Max Savage back, Kiki, and Shirley and Swoosh on this episode. So don't want to take too much of your guys' time. Let's get into the episode right now. I do want to touch on the last thing and Shirley just said because I do think that is a problem where a man will have a problem like something will go beyond that stoical wall and he'll be bothered and she's gonna ask him babe what's wrong nothing Ugh. <laughs> I do not believe men should do that I don't believe you should stonewall your girl I think it's a horrible thing to do I think it's a bad stereotype and archetype that male take on right okay I totally agree with that. Vulnerability was okay, how about this? How about not even something negative? Let, like something like sexual, right? Let's say this dude has like an like certain sexual needs that um he that just he just has certain sexual needs. Mm-hmm. If right. he's not vulnerable and honest about that in our relationship, that will become an issue where um your partner cannot authentically and honestly meet that desire that you want and who knows like you might even like cheat on her to get that like that itch made like you know what i mean vulnerability is just about like trusting and allowing someone access to who you really are mm-hmm. and, and it doesn't have to be like always negative stuff it's just like <laughs> what do you like who am i with um just i mean <clears throat> What's going on, everybody? It's Dante from the Y Day Podcast. We are here with Kiki, Swoosh, and Shirley, Red Pill, and my man Max Savage here. What's Yo, welcome, welcome back, huh? I know, right? It's been a minute. It's been quite some time. Uh, yeah, been <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. So, so we're on. And the buzzwords, since you guys just now t- tuning in, if you guys don't know, and I'm on live stream right now. We have buzzwords. We created something buzzwords where if you say one word, it could be any word that we pick of our choosing. And if someone says that, they have to get, get asked three questions. And it could be unrelatable, personal. It could be dirty. It could be any kind of thing. It could be someone asked if they want to eat ass, shit like that. You know what I mean? Things like that can happen. Don't ask me. I'm it's a hard yes. <laughs> good. 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 <laughs> so the for the buzzword for men would be beta, females, intimacy. Nice. So yeah, we're we're yeah we are stacked today. We got a whole lineup today. So I'm excited to have Max Savage back. You know, he's even though he's putting his groceries away right now. 
Okay. Preparing for the zombie apocalypse. He's... Dude, you don't know. No idea. <laughs> but uh, the topic today, if you guys want, I mean, we could talk about the last recap of the last episode. It was didn't have you guys in there. Didn't have Aunt Shirley. Didn't have Red Pill. But you know, <laughs> but if you guys have anything you want to say on the last topic, if you guys remembered, what was, was it? There? I don't know what the last topic was. Oh yeah, well. Like a quick summary of what the question was. Well, okay, so it was about shallowness and entitlement. Shallowness. Yeah, and how that affects in the dating scene. So, if you guys want to say something, you can. Because you guys missed out, but you know, shallow shallowness and entitlement in a relationship. Yeah. So, some let's say someone we we had to kind of define it as preference between shallow, because Mm -hmm. preferences we have all our preferences, but shallow specifically go for girls for like pink toenails like pink pink like painted toenails and you specifically go for that or you specifically go for like tens and you don't go anything below because you know you only like hot girls that don't have brains kind of thing shit like that nice. <laughs> and then entitlement kind of it's not similar to um i don't know if it's high high standards it's not the same thing as high standards we have to kind of differentiate that is uh, entitlement means that someone who is narcissist is kind of be a narcissistic person who likes to have things going their way and control type things, those type of individuals. We only talked about two types of people. So if you guys have anyone you want to say about it, you can. If not, we'll move on to the next topic. I just want to say, like, at the end of the day, um, people have their own needs. And what is shallow to another person might actually be what something that I need. So like um, one good example is like, I will not tolerate or deal with a guy at a certain, <laughs> at a certain like height. And some people think that like, that's like super shallow. Um, but I've noticed that like men at a certain height act a certain way in the world. And I just don't want to deal with those attitudes. So. Like, again, it just goes back to, like, what do you need individually as a person? Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's that's just my perspective on it. Okay, so that's not shallow. I mean, it's a preference. I don't know. Someone might think that's really shallow. Wow. <laughs> the hell's the guy doing, man? <laughs> Sorry, my so, to add on to uh, what Ann Shirley just said, I kind of agree with that, right? Uh, one, I'm under the belief of, if someone doesn't like you, someone doesn't like you and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like if someone doesn't find you attractive, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'm kind of like the same way, right? In a way where like, if you guys see me on any, like my, on, on any dating app, at the very bottom of my profile, my bio always says bonus points if you're plus five, nine. I have found that women over five, nine typically act a certain way in the world and I really like. Right. Right, like they, they're just, yeah. right, so. Um, Okay. So I can totally agree with that. Yeah. Same thing with wow. women. I you guys like. actually agreed. That's. <laughs> well, hold on. Let me the thing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I don't always, I mean, I don't like, always I don't agree know. with Aunt Shirley, but Aunt Shirley drops dimes all the okay, time. Okay, okay, all right. She gets, she gets points today. <laughs> so it's like like the same thing with like, guy, girl, like you've probably seen the screenshots of conversations on like Tinder. Girls like, oh, how tall are you? And the guy goes, well, how much do you weigh? Right? Yeah. Because right. girls are. Way act a certain way in the world, 
Thanks. Okay. Right. So it's one of those things where it's like you shouldn't put someone down because they don't fit your preference, but you should totally go for your preference. Just to piggyback off of that, like there are people who, I, or at least I don't know if you heard this conversation before, but like there's a certain level of entitlement like certain people have because um, people just aren't attracted to them, so to speak. So like uh, yeah. if you're like a really big plus size woman and a guy's like, I'm not into like big girls, it's read as a form of entitlement to expect to be like considered in that dating pool. So someone, so like, someone, okay, go ahead. Like they, they would say that plus women are acting entitled um, in that example. My whole thing when it comes to that though, is like, if you're like discriminating against people based off of like uh, race or like class, or even like body type. I think it's, I think, I think that's where we're getting into like great waters, like the difference between preferences and like shallowness. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Cause like, I mean, I don't have a problem with preference. So like I have a specific type that I like and I typically go for that type, but Premier. that doesn't mean that I haven't been with anybody of the other types. Typically I've dated that's not like I dated people I'm not attracted to, but like not what everyone expects and not something I usually, cause it's like, hey, maybe you like this, maybe you don't. But I've been able to, after all of these relationships, figure out what I actually like and want. And now I have a preference pool. I don't consider myself shallow for that because I, I still am like, no, oh, I'm gonna try out anything that is. But like now I know what I want, I guess. So I guess like I can see it on both sides, but like, I don't consider myself shallow for it. And I'm like, oh. And then you just like, but it's okay. Damn right. You put yourself out there. You, you just, you, you experienced this, you experienced yeah. that, you experienced this, and now you know what you like. Yeah. So oh, I will never, ever like. It is, Max. Yeah. So someone said, act a certain way. Okay, act a certain way in the world. How? Like how? Give an example how people who are tall or five nine or above, how they act a certain way. Like, cause I guess someone, it was kind of like a vague answer. Oh, well, okay. So it, if I, I'm going to inter intervene for this um, because I know a lot of short guys. I'm um, <laughs> friends with a lot of short guys. And Sorry, what it swoosh. really has to do because I've had, I've had it to talk to me because I'm six foot. So like when people talk to me and they're short, they feel intimidated immediately because of the fact that I'm tall. And I'm like, I am not intimidating in any way. Like, I'm just, I'm scrawny Jew. Like, what am I going to do to you? And, <laughs> and it, could, it could be biased because of the fact that I am tall. So, like, I don't see myself as doing anything wrong. But I do notice, like, people who are short, they have that, they call it a Napoleonic complex where they try to, like, outdo and outmaneuver and try to, like, I'm big man, I'm tough, puff out their chest and shit. While people who are taller don't have to. And um, it's, it's really unfortunate because I know a lot of like shorter guys who feel like they can't have, like they don't have a chance. And I've actually had a friend who sat there and like when a chick came in, he was like, oh man, she'd rather go with you just because of his height. And I'm like, well, one, she's not my type. And two, you don't know that. Like, what if I'm an asshole and you're a great person? Like, is she just going to be like, yeah, you're a cool person, but you're a little too short. Then don't be with her. Fuck it. Like, that's how I see it. If someone doesn't want to be with you for a small thing, no, don't be with them. Like, they're not worth it. There's people out there who don't give a shit about height. I know a chick who lives out here. Uh, she's 
almost as tall as me and she only dates people shorter than her because she's almost as tall as me she's like who else are you gonna date <laughs> fucking basketball players i'm like oh, i get it like makes sense once you reach basketball a certain height you start to look lanky and like ugh, you know yeah absolutely Fucking Max. Let me interject. I'm I'm the I'm the only short guy, short guy here. So let me interject. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dante, Dante is a, a, te- a test to this. Uh, I turn down girls all the time. I'm short, I'm five four, and I turn down girls all the time. I just I do not care. Power guys doesn't really phase me at all. You know. Yeah. That's, I mean that's good, but that's that's is that because you have confidence in yourself though? Maybe uh, shit, I don't know. Because yeah, I, I, yes. I believe it yes. comes. You're just an that. asshole, man. Let's just let's just put that off the record. You're just an asshole. You're just a fucking hey, dick. Hey man, if it works, it works. Like it's better. Trust me. Yeah, I can tuck it back for you anytime. Like, all right, I can tuck it back. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't know. And just reverse on like the woman's side, like if you're like too tall, you kind of get masculinized like like a lot. Like guys don't treat you like a lady, so to speak, because you're like over five eight or something. And I've no, I've, I've gone out. For, I've gone out. I with, do. I've I do. gone out with bigger girls, taller That's than me. Well, all, all this to say is like tall women carry themselves with a level of confidence and security that they have to because. Yeah. They, Society is going to be like, oh, you're not ladylike because you're tall, for example. And that can yeah. be true. Just In my opinion, who gives a fuck? You know, if you have confidence, you. if you have, yeah. if you have the confidence, like what you have, but more like, power to you. I, it's more fun for me. I have more fun with people that have confidence. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's, yeah. that's always key, right? Like, well, and we all agree, like, we like people who accept themselves. We are yeah. Yeah, I don't know. My, my dad told me, man, he he, he kind of said some real shit about short women. <laughs> he oh, said, "Stay away from you? short women; they're closer to hell." So, wow. <laughs> oh. well, Dante, you're really tall, so that's pretty. Like, oh honest. shit! Well, my dad's like five four. He's about no no taller than Swoosh. He's a short dude, and his my mom's hella tall. So it's kind of crazy. I'm like, oh, okay. And ever since then, I stuck with me. I'm like, well, I guess they're all closer to hell. I guess, I guess it makes uh, it. <laughs> let's uh, make a segue between like vulnerability and like I would say dating somebody Ooh. outside of your preference. No, just a little. Right? I mean, like, do you feel like you know? Are you kind of putting your like? Let's say you're dating somebody, right? And like, let's say a girl's trying to date me. If you look at my recent history, right, I typically like tall women who are either like Slavic or like Middle Eastern. That's typically like, well, Slavic, Scandinavian, Middle Eastern. That's just like my type. That's kind of what I go for. Damn, right? all right. Tall, slim, kind of mean looking women. They are kind of mean, bro. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, <laughs> that, 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 like, like, hey, I like man, if he wants to take RBI, all the mean women, just... he can take them. I'm good. Hey, I'm like, I was like, is she happy? Is she smiling? Like, is she is she good? He's like, oh yeah, she's normally like that. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, right. Those are Those are curveballs. But it's like hard to date somebody. Let's say I date somebody. She got like she got like Tom Cruise look. Personally, right? Do you think if you guys were dating a guy, if you know you weren't their type, you would feel more insecure? Would that really affect how you looked at that guy? You're like, okay, I'm not really his type, right? Like, the guy has 
Yeah, honestly, I would feel insecure because, you know, um, if we're out and we run into a woman that kind of fits that description, then I would think like, oh, like this is the kind of girl that he usually goes for, you know, and like, yeah. it would be more interested in her than like me because of the way I look. But isn't, isn't he going out with you for a reason? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, if he's going out with you for a reason, you have no, there's, there should be no insecurity at all, you know, if he's, he's with you, he likes yeah. you for you. Not it's really easy to say that, though. I just straight up, just it's really easy to say that. It's really easy to say. Really that. easy to just logic that away. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Logically, it's with you, so you know. Logically, you logically, I like I like girls with blue eyes, blonde hair. I go out with Asian girls, Mexican girls, whatever. You know. Yeah. Doesn't really matter. You said you didn't like. Well, yeah, you know, we we talked about this other episode. White women are like kind of the, the bottom for for us. Yeah, but, but that's why. Yeah, but hold on though. Hold on though. Hold on. Though. Right, we talked about that last. There's a lot of teams that have blonde hair, green eyes. All right, don't trip. Yeah, so, I, I like girls with green hair. hair. <laughs> what about her? <laughs> girls with green hair. Like that's I just that's savage right there. He like girls with green hair. I don't know what's up with him with green I don't know hair. About that, I like hair in general. I'm not kinky shit. All right, guys. Okay. So vulnerability, vulnerability. Topic right. is vulnerability, communication. Hold on, I got it right here. Communication, best practices, and relationships when it comes to vulnerability. Right. So that's the topic. How does it impact relationships? Vulnerability. It's a good thing, so think, bad thing. So I think we're all pretty warm. So I'm just gonna jump right into what we talked about in the group chat that I really, really wish uh, Alpha Monk was here for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where that motherfucker? And being vulnerable in relationships. Oh, scared. Right. That's what I feel like is like the neediest topic going to that. And then what segues happen will happen. Right. My personal belief on men being vulnerable in relationships. Right. I don't think there's much in it for a man to be vulnerable in relationships. I firmly believe that. I don't think there's much for him to gain by being vulnerable in relationship. Being vulnerable in a relationship. I think women don't appreciate vulnerability in men as much as they appreciate it, vulnerability in their friends. Mm, strongly disagree. That's Uh-oh. I mean, I mean when it comes down to it, every, every person I've known, female and male-wise pretty much, uh, sits there and like, they're like, yeah, like, I like a, a sensitive guy. And then when well, homeboy's too sensitive, it's like, yeah, you're too sensitive. And it's like, well, where's the cutoff? Like, where is sensitivity because i'm not a sense like i'm not a sensitive person i don't cry like <laughs> my emotion is either i'm happy or angry nothing in between so like i really don't have any like spread but like i've heard it from people who are like yeah like he's he's too clingy like that's an emotional thing like he's too like yeah. in my shit that's an emotional thing um fucking yeah. he yeah. cries too much he, and i'm I like well what's the what do you want then you said you want somebody who's more sensitive but Homeboy cries once during a sad movie, and you're like, "Oh, this bitch. Oh, he weak. Like, He's yeah, weak." I'm like, but it, I mean, it is. It's part of that stereotype that men have to be like strong, and women are the ones who are supposed to be vulnerable. And it's like, no, I don't like fucking vulnerable women. You know, I want somebody who can take care of themselves. And people who sit there and cry about everything don't take care of themselves. You know, so I like, sitting probably writing all the time. Well, yeah, man, shit, yo, those fucking dog commercials pop up, and I tear up. I don't cry, but I'm like, man, I feel sad. Like, Wait, what? Sad is about. Yeah, I have oh, okay. someone that says um, sensitivity is different from vulnerability. And I, I yes! Yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, I feel like people are mistaken, like um, people who are overly emotional as being vulnerable, but being vulnerable, it's, you know, you expressing like your views or your, um, your dreams, you know, just really opening up yourself and not just giving like, uh, like half-assed answers, you know, it's like really sharing like what you feel and what you think, like that's being vulnerable. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You can't equate being okay. vulnerable with being so we're supposed to share on our feelings. We're not supposed to act on our feelings. What? It's about. So, I'm trying, trying to make sure. Trying to decide. I don't know. You lost me there. I got lost. I'm just what Kylie had said. She she described vulnerability as like being able to like really share your feelings and and talk about emotions or even bring up past traumas. But yeah. crying sensitive is kind of acting on that vulnerability right like when you're being vulnerable these yeah, are- it's like a form that's a form of it but you know it could stretch beyond that beyond yeah, so we're only allowed to be so vulnerable you know? so you- there yep. is a line then there is a line going to be so vulnerable oh oh shit sorry yeah, I guess so. you're good you're good okay. sorry. go ahead so yeah go ahead are you gonna say answer Shirley? yeah uh no uh, i was just gonna say like piggyback off what kylie's saying like vulnerability doesn't have to be gendered. It's just allowing someone to have access to like what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. Like if you get in yeah. a fight with your partner and he's just like, oh, nothing's wrong. And you can clearly physically like see that something's wrong. That's where like vulnerability plays into relationships and where you communicate effectively and you like, oh, you allow that person in. And that so, builds like stronger relationships is allowing yourself to have allowing certain people to have access to you would you say that sensitivity is what you give off while vulnerability is what you allow in i think sensitivity is just like being overreactive to something okay rather than vulnerability which is a skill and a practice and an art um Mm. where um like i said like you have to actively choose to allow someone to get close to you and then communicate Whereas being sensitive is just like literally everything. Like you're, like I have to hold you with baby gloves. Like that's annoying. Um, yeah, I would prefer that. That's a major difference. Yeah, I gotta see what you're talking about. Um, no, you don't. Guys, don't get it. We, 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 we don't understand one thing. I will. Uh, God damn it! I'm writing this. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to solve this equation on the wall. Like, how does this work? Because I, 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 I was like, oh, from one side to the other. You know. I have a question for everyone else here, mm. right? Okay. Have you ever dated somebody who always told you when something was wrong? Like they always told you, oh, this is wrong. Oh, no. Hell no. Fuck now, no. Okay. And if you account, just think about it. The amount of times something happens in a day that bothers you, right? The amount of times being in a week. Something bothers you. Realize that if every single time person. something bothers you, you spoke on it. That person, See, but women like to women women like to pass. Yeah, but women like to passively say stuff like "I'm fine," and it's just like you know, obviously you're not fine. Like you just kind of, I mean, and us guys are gonna like we're gonna either leave it alone or we open it up, but we just kind of sit there like, not, oh, okay, well, I'm fuck. not gonna, I'm not gonna jump in on that, but no, a bunch of dudes are the same exact fucking way. Like some a lot of guys are like, I'm fine because you know we're the raised to not have fucking feelings kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So the whole, oh, we gotta keep everything inside. And I even have a problem with that sometimes. Or like, I don't. Okay feel like it's right to express myself because it's like if i do i be a bitch you know so 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 sensitivity and vulnerability are two different things are we classifying those as two different things are yeah so i absolutely agree with being sensitive as being overly reactive 
right? Okay. I absolutely believe. I 100% agree with that. I think that was an amazing definition. Um, I'm still having a hard time because, like, for me, vulnerability, I take it like, like the actual, like, denotative definition, right? Like, being vulnerable is, like, being open to attack. That's what vulnerability is. That's in my mind. That's all that means. Not that someone's going to attack you, but you're kind of yeah. showing your belly. That's all vulnerability yeah, is, perfect. showing your belly. Dogs do it all the time. Right? So that's just – and I'm, I'm sorry, but it's one of those things where it's, like, I forgot who said it earlier. Women say they want a sensitive guy, or women say they want vulnerability, and then when they get it, they can't handle it. And I can only speak from anecdotal evidence, but yeah, from my I personal agree. life, from all the friends that I know, from watching my father, from watch, listening to my, my own sister, right, we're almost like twins, having her mm -hmm. talk about certain men, and it's just like, I'm, women don't appreciate vulnerability in men. They may like openness, and they may like the fact that a man will give them a key piece to help them understand his behaviors and patterns, but they don't appreciate vulnerability. No, I disagree. I, I disagree with that. Maybe um, women who aren't mature don't appreciate vulnerability. I think I think I kind of agree on on the on the women's side of this, where it's like, yeah, like that. That's not exactly how it is. Um, the vulnerability side is I, I, how I would perceive it to be: is women do want somebody who is vulnerable, who's able to open up, who is able to be like, this is how I strongly feel about this or not. It's it's. I think what Red Pill is putting down is um, when that vulnerability becomes sensitivity is, is when it changes. And that's where it's like, you don't want somebody who's overly sensitive, but you do want somebody who can be vulnerable. And that's like a main thing. Somebody who can express themselves, somebody who can state a yes or a no. That's vulnerability is allowing that in to be like, yo, like I'm, I'm letting you into who I am as a person. Because when it comes to a relationship, you want to be vulnerable with the person you're with. Like, cause to me, that's trust. And yeah. if you're vulnerable with them, that's trust. And that's something that you need in a relationship. If you're yeah. not able to, it, I mean, think about it. Like, I don't cry, but like, if my fucking family died or my dog died, who am I going to cry in front of? If I can't cry in front of my girlfriend, then there's a problem with that. If I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to do this because I don't want her to think I'm a bitch. Then that is me not allowing her to come in. That's me not allowing me to be vulnerable towards it. So I get that. Like now I'm understanding a little bit more with that. But there's a difference between the one-off case of like my dad dying, which is only going to happen fucking once. I only got one of them versus like every time a goddamn commercial of milk comes on, like, you know, that's too much. Like I get that. Yeah. Like, it kind of okay. sounds like girls want a bipolar guy. Is that, <laughs> is that right? <laughs> <laughs> If I, were, if I were bipolar, you'd like me more? Is that, does that make sense? No? Vulnerability okay. is just being able to be honest in your communication. So, like, let's say you're dating someone. Okay. And, like, you guys are, you're, like, four weeks in, whatever, whatever. Vulnerable co communication would be telling your partner where you stand with her. If you want this to go, like, if you want a relationship, whatever, whatever. Versus, like, being super stoic and not being clear. And if she asks you, like, where this is going, you don't allow her to have access to what you're thinking or how you feel about the situation. So like, that's what I'm saying. Like vulnerability is a skill. Vulnerability is a choice of allowing um, someone in. It's being honest with who you are. I mean, that works too, because technically I've, I've known, I've even been in a situation where I've been a little too vulnerable. I've trusted somebody more than I should have. And this isn't even in a relationship wise. This is just being vulnerable with like certain people. I'm like, no, it's cool. Like I've known this person. Like I've known this guy since a minute, you know, whatever. And that vulnerability of me giving it to them, 
allowed them to fuck me over in the end, pretty much. So like, yeah, okay, I get you. So, yeah. so if, if, I, if I'm vulnerable and I cry in front of my girlfriend and then uh, it sounds like, you know, I should call her a bitch after, right? To, no, well, if anything, it's gonna make her feel like she's someone that you value because we- yeah. I call her a bitch? No, 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 when you cry <laughs> <Okay>. or when you, <laughs> when you like let down your walls with her because we generally understand men don't do that. So having the privilege to have like your partner open up in that way in front of you, I think is even more attractive. Um, that makes me feel like I'm, I, or it makes your partner feel like she's actually like trustworthy. Mm -hmm. um it's the same way with dogs like if a dog shows you their belly and you don't fucking kill them like that means that there's a bond there right there's a level of trust so um yeah uh, that uh, Makes I don't a lot know of sense. your question red pill but i do think women absolutely want vulnerability they do want access to men um in in that special way well wait wait hold on hold on whoa whoa, whoa. Whoa. Dating wise isn't just one to the other. What about the opposite? Do men want women more sensitive or more vulnerable? Fuck that. I can answer this. I don't think I don't think men want um overly sensitive women. I think they want women who are confident. I think they mm. want women who are emotionally mature. And they want someone who knows how to like handle their own emotions and not like look to him like a father to figure it out for them. Like I think um, if if I if I were to do like a, like the most most men that I date probably would say they don't want an overly emotional woman. They so want, they want another dude. Basically, they want to date another dude. Is that or emotionally vulnerable woman. Sorry, mm. what? So they want to date another dude. Is that what you're saying? They okay. want to or won't. They want to be another dude. What she's saying is that, you know, when it comes to sensitivity, you don't, you, no matter what, nobody wants to be with somebody who's too sensitive, period. Unless you're into that. And I know people who want to be like top dog. Like I know guys who are all like, I got to be the main breadwinner. I got to, I got to bring it in. She can't leave the house. She's got to like stay with the kids. They want that. They want an overly sensitive and an overly vulnerable woman because it's a power trip to them. Ooh. Me, on the other hand, no, I don't fucking want that. If I have to, if I have to turn around because you're crying every two seconds, I'm gonna be like, yo, this is not working out for me. My right. bed sheets are covered in tears for no reason. Like, too much for me. Too much, no. I don't think that has to do with being a guy or not. Or like, oh, chicks who aren't as sensitive are more mannish. No. Yeah. Uh, sensitivity sensitivity isn't a problem it's not it's not an issue it's not something that's bad oversensitivity is and that's what leads into again like being bipolar is being overly sensitive because you get triggers when you're bipolar on mood swings on this to that sometimes yeah. it's it is a trigger sometimes it's not it's just mental imbalance or whatever um i do admit that like when it comes down i would like to a woman to be more vulnerable uh kind of trust me first before i can trust them i feel is like maybe that's just like how i see things but I, I i would i don't like trusting somebody who doesn't trust me okay. like at all so i would want to know for a fact that they're vulnerable with me and it doesn't when it comes to women no offense um but women are it's more um how would you say they can cry like then it's fine 
it's it's more acceptable for that because that's just what women do, which is stupid, but that's that's what everyone states. And it's like, yeah, so vulnerability for women isn't just crying. There's more to it. There's more of the trust. And I want to see that before I'm like, no, I trust you. I can cry in front of you. I'm not just going to cry in front of some chick at the bus stop. Like, fuck that chick, you know? Yeah, there's, uh, there's, you you gain that trust. Yeah. Well, how, how would you gain that trust? In the, in the female? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I mean, you gotta, you gotta show them that you're trustworthy. So it's not just like, oh, like, I'm just gonna put it in you and dip. Like, are you the person to respond when, when they need you to respond? Are you the person who's reliable? Are you the person who's, you know, whatever this, whatever that, you know, the, the things that I, I, I put together as like good male etiquette in a relationship. Um, I, those are the, the ways to get into it. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Yeah, um, all the time. <laughs> let, me, let me let me interject a little bit. So I think uh, what Max is saying is is true because like I've dated girls that have walls, and you know it's hard for them to come uh, bring them down, right? So mm. I basically I don't sleep well now, now not before. Uh, I had this rule where I, I won't sleep with someone, you know, after I start seeing that that. Um, that personality come out, you know, that they can trust me, you know? Mm. Yeah, because like, you know, it's, I'm not like every other guy. I just, I don't want to just go and fuck you, basically, you know? Because like- Hey, that's good. Yeah, so I, I want to get to know it. you before I do any of that shit, you know? So I so mean, I, so, I, 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 I mean, I'm not exactly the greatest example of say like, oh, like call me a hypocrite, I don't give a shit. But I do feel hypocrite. like you should, trust a person before you let them enter their penis inside of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's generally how I feel. Because it's literally entering one body part into another. You should have some, like, a little bit of trust in that person. Um, is that what happens? Fuck no. <laughs> no. no I, I've been that guy. I don't trust right, you. I'm going in. Like, so someone... I would see that's what I would want, you know? Yeah, yeah so, so someone commented and said, uh, more vulnerable men chose maturity and still masculinity. Um, Kim, Kim and uh, Kim's on here, and I got uh, <laughs> we <laughs> um, I forget he's on here, so he's on here, so say what's up. Um, I got like four minutes left. Oh no, <laughs> um, I mean, we can open it up and back up again. I might just do that if you, you know, I, I'm not gonna upgrade yet, maybe, maybe, but you know. But we'll jump into our, uh, we'll get it really quick here, uh, about four minutes left. So we'll do something where emotionally, as far as I know, we talked about a few emotions with, of course, the men and everything like that. Uh, we talked about, uh, I want to talk about emotional intelligence in relationships, uh, emotional currency, things like that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to upgrade. Someone just said upgrade by Zoom. No, not yet. Maybe. We're broke. But, hey, baby. <laughs> Maybe if you pitch in, we'll do it. Yeah. yeah well, you know, no one knows. What's up? What's up? I, I, I didn't get no Venmo money yet. You know. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll have, we'll have uh, Dante and Red Pill dance for you, right? Nobody, nobody pitched in. This is this is why I created the the the. Uh, website man none of y'all that's why it's called why day y'all donated this is what happens you need donations all right oh uh, i take anything you know dante will do a headspin yeah, yeah. <laughs> ten, ten oh i'm down 
We, we're running out of time. Okay, okay, so. <laughs> we gotta do this now, guys. <laughs> we gotta upgrade. Well, hey, how about how about we take a, we take like a five minute break and then come back in? Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. I actually had to. I had to go. Like an intermission. I, you know what I'm saying? I had to. I had to go because I had to. I had some stuff to do. Oh, now you got a stuff to do, huh? Yeah. Oh, now you got stuff Get to out. do. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, Who else got stuff to do? Anyone else got something else to do? Anyone else got? Who else? I mean, I can still, I can still put away my uh, groceries, but besides that, I... oh, you know what? I can, I can come back. It's fine. It's probably gonna take me like twenty minutes. So we're gonna go on a little. Five you gotta do I'm gonna leave what, this who on. Who Who's gonna call you? Who just texted me? I'm, no. I'm gonna leave it on for no. you guys. No one calls me. You guys have any questions? No one. Because I got like two minutes left for the Zoom. So put some comments, questions here, guys. For if you guys have a QA, the topic is vulnerability and dating. So yeah. <laughs> all right, that's all I have to say. But yeah, we'll just do that and we'll just hop on and I'll invite you guys back out again. Okay. Sounds good. All right. good. All right, let me see. Bye. I'll come back later, right? All right. Yeah, see you better. Bye. 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 Hey guys, we're gonna take a 30 second pause and to jump into some other content. We'll jump right back into the episode right after this in a bit. Stay tuned. Hey guys, hope you guys like our content so far. Just want to remind you guys that we do have a website where all our platforms are available on. It's on widedatepodcast.com. We have YouTube, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, Apple, Pod- Apple iTunes podcast, and we have Google Play all on there. And it's going to have a little bit more information on there about if you guys want to be on our episode or you want to show us, share some ideas that we can talk about on a topic to the next episode. So just want to remind you guys, it's on widedatepodcast.com. And feel free to email us at the bottom of that website. And we'd love to hear from you guys. All right. Don't want to take too much of you guys' time. Let's get back into this episode. women or nurturers right and how we display those traits is completely different now than it was you know 100 years ago but that's eight times out of ten that's the that's the relationship eight times out of ten the man is the man the woman is the woman eight times out of ten he's probably the breadwinner and provider of security and she's nurturer homesteader stuff like that they don't have to be those roles that's typically how it breaks down right and so it's like are you going to look at me and think, oh, he's going to protect me if I'm always emotionally open with you? Not sensitive, but if I'm always emotionally open, you need that bit of stoicness. You need that bit of tough skin and also the ability to solve your own problems, right? Like if my girlfriend does something that pisses me off, right? Or some girl I'm dating does something that I don't like, I can tell her without being sensitive. I can tell her without being loving. I can say, yo, 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 I ain't really with that, to be honest. Like I, I draw the line there. That's all I have to say. I don't have to explain myself. That's where I draw the line. She can explain herself now at this point, but I'm not going to sit here and be open and soft about it. Right? And women appreciate that. And, and, and they're going to sit here and say, oh, I'm mean, to be sensitive. I want him to be open. That is just another way women want to filter out alphas from not alphas. Right? That's just, that's just another, another way to test the frame, another way to filter. I can tell you right now, if you sit there and you talk about how your neighbors fucking touched you and then you talk about how your parents beat you and you sit there and you talk about how X, Y, Z happened to you growing up, right? Like a woman's not going to want to fuck you more from here. She might respect you a little bit more. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But she's not going to want to fuck you anymore. 
she's not going to want to like, you're not, you just lost that. You just lost that hardened soldier vibe. You just lost that real masculine edge because now she knows, Oh, you're just like me. Bad things happen to you. It's, it's kind of weird, but there needs to be this air of, I've, I've been through some shit and we don't got to talk about it. There needs to be this air of strong masculinity. That's my firm belief. Now, that does lead the conversation to who do you open up to? Because I don't believe men should take these things to their grave. I don't believe that. But I have my two best friends, right? My two best close guy friends. I can sit there and tell them about all those incredibly horrible things that have happened, or I can be, which is crazy, really open and intimate about my feelings with them on special certain drunk enough occasions, right? Like, because I don't believe any man should really keep all those things in, but it's like those really, really deep, dark thoughts and feelings and worries and traumas, don't tell your lady, tell your boys, right? Cause you're not worried about whether or not your boy is gonna see you as a man or not when you're in that moment, you know, that close, you've been friends for 10, 15, 20 years. But your lady, that should always be a worry. That should always be a worry. Why? Well, I disagree with that. What is that? Like, I want to know everything about you. I want to know your struggles, uh, your journey to, you know, the person who you became today. You know, I want to know like everything about you. And I don't think it's fair that you only tell that to, you know, your guy friends and you can't tell that to your lady. So that's just what I have to say about it. Because then like, does she really know you? or does Yeah, she then how will we really know you? Well, know this like projected <laughs> masculine image you want me to know like that's wild you're not I don't think that's an authentic relationship and it's a waste mm -hmm. of time that's like, all surface stuff you know yeah like the stuff that like oh. <laughs> so you guys want to know vulnerability about a guy just by you get that from vulnerability you get to know who that person is based on their vulnerability is that what you guys are saying oh yeah okay. yeah okay. for sure okay Yes, you know, okay. Well, what, what signs of vulnerability that a person, a guy should do for a woman? Like, what's an example? Um, okay, so one example is, like, if he's having issues with, like, his family or if he doesn't have, like, a good relationship with his dad or, like, whatever, and yeah. that's, like, bothering him, I would like to know, like, what that relationship is like. Like, why are you and your dad like this? Because yeah. um, then it explains like why you are the way you are why you've chosen certain things to like be a man or whatever but this is part of your like historical storyline and if you don't share that with me then i'm like he's just in a bad mood for no reason yeah. i don't know if that makes sense but um that's 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 like the first thing that comes to mind may i draw a distinction here yeah i don't want to interrupt anybody i do want to touch on the last thing anthony just said because i do think that is a problem where a man will have a problem. Like something will go beyond that stoical wall and he'll be bothered. And she's going to ask him, babe, what's wrong? Nothing. Uh, right? <laughs> I do not believe men should do that. I don't believe you should stonewall your girl. I think it's a horrible thing to do. I think it's a bad stereotype and archetype that men will take on. Right. Okay. I totally agree with that. Vulnerability was okay, how about this? How about not even something negative? Let, like something like sexual, right? Let's say this dude has like an like certain sexual needs that um he that just he just has certain sexual needs. Mm -hmm. If right. we're not vulnerable and honest about that in our relationship, that will become an issue where um your partner cannot authentically and honestly meet that desire that you want. 
and who knows like you might even like cheat on her to get that like that itch made like you know what I mean vulnerability is just about like trusting and allowing someone access to who you really are mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't have to be like always negative stuff it's just like <laughs> what do you like who am I with um just I mean for myself i could see myself being very vulnerable like someone kim said something about uh, uh what vulnerability most when it comes to finances that could be a very vulnerable subject or sensitive subject for a lot of guys out there yeah. i mean especially for myself I, I mean like when it comes to finances that's usually a big topic for me and i mean if i give the whole history of that that wouldn't really matter you, you i think most women are more in the current of what's going on. And I, I don't think that's going to play into a factor as far as knowing the history of their, um, I mean, does that even matter when, it's, yeah. when it comes to finances? Yeah. Like it's different if like you're a student and the reason why you don't have money is because you're like in school and you're struggling to like become something. And that's why I don't have it like this versus like, I don't, I just don't want to buy something for you just because you like don't want to be like spending money on a girl, for example. Like, having the context allows different reactions, yeah. I think. Um, so I would like to know why. I don't know about Kiki. Like, what do you, what do you think? Um, yeah, do you mean with, like, the thoughtfulness of the gift or of what they buy you? Like, if you're, or not even, let's say, like, you're dating a guy and, like, you want to go on a date with him and he tells you, like, oh, I need you to do, like, 50-50 for us to, like, do this date thing. Some women would be, like, oh, what? Like, 50-50? Like, what kind of dude are you? But if you have, like, the context of, oh, dude's, like, in school and he's, like, struggling to make it. A whole autobiography about everything. (laughs) You want us to give you a whole biography. You mean, like, that's... Well, maybe just explain why. I mean, just communicate why. Because yeah. all, all women are going to really do is roll their eyes like, okay, I've heard this before. And they're going to just kind of roll it off like, okay, cool. Like, I mean, not all women are going to be just as understanding as, as you are because they're going to look at you like, oh, oh, what other problems you got? That's true. And they yeah. see that as baggage because now if you got a woman who's successful, got finances really good for her, that can be an issue for her because she's going to look, look at that moving forward. Like, oh, do I got to like, do we got to worry about finances in the future? Is this going to be, is he going to keep these problems? So they're going to look at that. If you give them the whole history of you being broke or something like that, or you having situations with finances, <laughs> that's going to also turn them off. Right. Right. Yeah. See, so it, I mean, that openness is kind of, it, it's kind of hard for a lot of guys because we think about that. I mean, as far as myself. Too. So I guess I think- we need to chime in when it comes to the finance. I guess I'm just starting to really realize, I think I have completely different mental scripts on what is vulnerability and what isn't vulnerability, right? Like yeah, you do. people in my inner circle know I talk about <laughs> the entire movement all the time. Like financial independence, retire early. Like I'm always talking about that shit. I'm always talking about, hey, I want to look into this account, this investment account, I want to invest in like, so for me, like I'm not insecure talking about finances, even though I have you know, a little bit of consumer debt, I have XYZ here, there and there, because I'm just like, I'm my, I'm happy with the puzzle pieces that I have, but if you were to ask some of my closest friends, we're like they would not want to open up about that. Yeah. And I'm not saying talking about like oh I have X Y Z in my credit and debit account, but like they wouldn't want to talk about their financial plans. So I guess I'm starting to realize I think there's just not a lot that I'm insecure about. So for me, I feel like there's not much to hide. There's just like five or six things 
And I'm just like, I would never touch that. That's like in the crypt to the grave. Right. So I think like the examples brought up earlier about like sexual things, right? For me, I feel like telling my, my lady what I want sexually isn't actually a vulnerability. I would just say, hey, baby, you should try this. And that would be it. That's all. I would be very cavalier. I'd be like, we're talking, dirty texting, or we're laying in bed, and we just finished like round number two or something. Yeah. And we know it's going down. She's like, oh, baby, you know, we should try doing this. I like it when people do that. I like when my girl does that. And that would just be it. So I guess for me, it wouldn't – I don't know. I feel like I would just would always find a – sorry, go ahead. Not every man is like you. Like, there are men out there who don't feel comfortable telling their wife that I want, like, my butt licked or something, right? Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, that's what that vulnerability is, is being like, hey, uh, this is something that is considered completely taboo in all specs, and uh, I am opening myself up for you to eat my ass, and I can see that as, as vulnerability, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, okay, wait, I can't, I can't. Let's be honest, every, this true talk, real talk, real talk, this is before even podcast maps, like, I... I, I I tried it out, not on me. I tried it out on somebody, and I liked it. And even then, it was weird to talk about, like, yo, like, I eat a girl's ass now, blah, 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 because it wasn't something normal. Then one song comes out, and everyone's eating booty like groceries, and it's like, cool. But at the time, I had to, like, convince, like, yo, like, blah, blah, blah. And it took a while to get there, because it's like, I think it's something hot and sexy and whatever, and I'm fairly certain you're going to like it. They're like, yeah, but it's weird. Fuck is weird. Like we're butt ass naked and we swap spit. Like there's nothing yeah. weird. Just yeah. do it, kind of a thing. But then again, I think of it on me, and I'm like, no, nah, that's fucking weird. <laughs> so, so, uh, moving on with ass and uh, eating ass. <laughs> um, I mean, okay. So let's just say I know that Red Pill mentioned that vulnerability is not as bad. So I guess for us to be vulnerable, we have to be vulnerable. For, and that actually finds out if a girl's really cool and down for you. That's what someone commented. So guys, yeah. be vulnerable because then you know if she's cool and really down for you. Um, as domestic as violence survivor, vulnerability is, uh, to me, is very important. I need to know that someone has emotion and builds trust. Yeah. So kind of it all links to, like, building trust. <laughs> a lot of the comments on my live stream is talking about cucumbers and pickles. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know where <laughs> that came from, but um, I got like well, pickles, pickles are just Jewish cucumbers, so <laughs> <laughs> someone said just put in the butt, Max. Uh, what, what me in mine? <laughs> no, this is an exit only. <laughs> hey, it's just trying to be vulnerable, I'm just trying to be vulnerable, Francisco, but I, I got I got boundaries, you know, I got. <laughs> <laughs> I got like 30 seconds right here, so I'm going to start on here again. But, um, man, I got time limits off the yin-yang, guys. This is some good stuff, man. Uh, Someone sounded circumcised. (laughs) But, you know, I guess we can also talk about, I think what I wanted to bring up before we end this. Hold on. I know I have it here. You guys are crazy. You guys are. (laughs) I can't can't with the comments on here. (laughs) I can't. Hold on. Hold on, let me let me reopen this. <laughs> I can't. All right, so let's. Hold on, I'm gonna reopen this again. All right, so what I wanted to ask before we even even end this one is I wanted to I guess the whole portion of everything combined together what we're talking about 
is how do we communicate effectively with a partner when things go wrong? What practice can we increase on vulnerability in relationships? Like that's, I got a couple of questions I want to talk about. So what do you, so we'll start with you guys, each person. What do you guys think? Because I want to also kind of tie this into relationships. I know we kind of talk about vulnerability with us as far as men, but in a relationship world, communication effectively, how would you guys go about it? What practice would you guys do? So here's my toxic trait, and I know I, I need to work on this, but I'm someone who kind of holds things in and then just like throws it all out there when I can no longer take it. And I don't yeah. know, like maybe it's the way I was socialized, but I don't want to burden people with like with my shit. But then like also when I'm in a relationship and someone's doing this thing that's like really bothering me, I realize my toxic trait is just to like suck it up until I can no longer take it. And then I just like eh, emotionally vomit on the person. And they don't like understand the context. They don't understand why they don't like, they don't get it. And I realize um, it's because I have, I'm uncomfortable with being vulnerable with my own feelings and sharing them with my partner. Um, so yeah, like I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm still working on it. Like I'm 27 and I still don't like, I'm still working on how I can not do that. I don't know. You guys, I don't know. I just know that. No, that makes, that's, that's this, I'm, I fall in that same boat where like one of my biggest issues is it's not even, and it's, it's not fair to the people I'm with. Like my partners, I have an issue with this and it's just like, I will, I will take small things and keep adding small things on top of each other. And then I just blow up on another small thing. And it's a small thing. And they're like, why are you getting so upset over literally nothing? That's like, it's not just this. It's all of this. And yeah. I feel like an asshole when I do it because I'm like bringing in a bunch of shit and just being like, bam, like, this is why I'm angry, blah, blah, blah. I honestly, I mean, I, because of this whole indoors COVID-19 bullshit, like I've literally, it's been me, my two roommates and my girlfriend in the house nonstop. And like, they drive me fucking nuts. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like you're, no one is supposed to spend this much time with somebody like, period like even even when you're married you don't spend this much time with somebody you know what i'm saying like and so because of that like there i don't have a way to get away from anything don't like my door is shut right now and they're in the living room i can still hear them they're still there like i can zone myself out but they're still there so because of that small things have been building up and i i literally i blew up a couple days ago and i blew up yesterday like I just did because I'm like, Whoa. yo, I'm fed up and blah, blah. Also, I haven't been eating food. So like I'm fucking, I was like, uh, blood sugar. Uh. So like I did that and I feel like an asshole for doing it. But like, these are issues and they are problems. It's just a bunch of minor ones. My issue and problem is I, I just bottle up until it's full and empty it out all at once, you know? So uh, Alpha Muck is on, on our chat room on this, uh, on the live stream. He says, hey, where, you at? where aren't you on here? I know. I sent him an email. I don't know why you ain't on here anyways. He said, vulnerability <laughs> makes you relatable as another imperfect human, period, even though it may feel uncomfortable and vulnerability is a form of confidence and self-acceptance. Yes! That is true. And then someone commented and said, so I would say choose to be vulnerable depending on the issue slash topic, right? Or is it based on personality? No, you have to be like able to confidently be vulnerable and then share your shit with people and not like, I don't know, like 
and not worry about, I don't know how to explain it. Like you just, it's, I think it's a skill. I think it's something that you have to like practice within yourself because mm-hmm. um, emotions are messy and like scary. So um, I don't know if anyone else has anything to add to that, but. I think also the other person um, has to be open, you know, and has to make the other person feel comfortable for them to, you know, be vulnerable around them, too. Yeah. So I think it's like a two-way street, you know? Yeah, because no, no one wants to, like, be, because, I mean, think about it. Imagine if you opened up and you became vulnerable and you let somebody in, and then there's still, like, a brick wall. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> hey, he's back. Ah! Yeah. It's like my biggest fear like i've opened up to you and this is what you did (laughs) and it's like you feel stupid when you do it because you're like fuck i just like let my let my guard down and here they are going yeah so there's like a fine line between vulnerability and sensitivity i think a certain part of it if you give out so much at the beginning Mm -hmm. vulnerable that shows that you're overly sensitive or is it just showing that you're totally emotional like or should you just kind of pick and choose depending on how the relationship is progressed sounds like right because it seems like there's like someone uh kim said sounds like there's a spectrum of honesty and vulnerability right so yeah so that that's a good one but yeah i mean it's tough man because uh <laughs> and all the all the comments people are are saying it's really good but um what else what's gonna ask oh lack of socializing no it's being real that's something else right um no i'm just looking at the comments oh yeah so the question i was going to ask another one for you guys here hold on let me look up one for you <coughs> i do want to get across these two um why do we step right along okay <laughs> this stuff you made uh um and shirley i'm asking your questions on here <laughs> all right so Someone, all right, so why do we accept vulnerability in culture? Why is it accepted? Ooh, I don't know. Wait, why is what? it accepted for someone? Why is it acceptable? So it's acceptable because you're trying to get to know someone, right? But why is it acceptable as far as culture-wise? Like, is it, why are, you know what I mean? Because, you know, us men, we're supposed to be tough, right? And we're supposed to not show mm-hmm. that kind of emotion. Oh, for some reason, I thought you were talking about, like, ethnicity-wise, like, what's that kind of vulnerability? You could throw ethnicity. It's all culture, right? So, I mean... Because it's the USA. (laughs) Fucking... That's actually really hard to to jump on without trying to, like, sound mean. Like an asshole. Being, like, fucking white people are way too sensitive. Blah, 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 you know? Like... (laughs) Fucking white people. <laughs> hey, it could be. Fuck white people. Um, hey, I mean, Max, to you, boo-boo. All right, hon? To you. All right? <laughs> oh, my I God. My... Social cues. I, well, I mean, you're, not, you're not doing it about, like, specifically, like... It, well, I guess the whole culture thing is, like, how you're raised into something. And I guess some of that can be how your family raised you, which could be a racial thing. Or it could just be just how society itself puts it. Because I can tell you for firsthand, Canadians and Mexicans don't act the same, period. Because of how how the differences are in just climate, how yeah. that is, things do change. I see a lot more family when it comes to people, uh, you know, south of the border versus north of the border. I see less family interaction. It's more like the stereotypical picket fence 
hey, we'll have dinner with each other. And then after that, go to your room and go play on your phone versus like the, we need to get together and spend time. I'm not, not saying that's exactly how it is for everybody, but like, it, I do believe that cultures do add a little bit into stuff like that with just how things are. Um, yeah. Do I think it's a bad thing or a good thing? No. I mean, I'm, I'm me. I'm who I am and I'm how I was raised. Um, yeah. I don't consider it bad. I do know that I don't like the way my family is. Because like my mom, my mom's a person, I don't know, she's fucking nuts. Uh, my mom is uh, overly sensitive and not vulnerable interesting yeah she nice but she her sensitivity so i 100 percent believe my mom is bipolar and her sensitivities um are mainly a way to be like draw attention to me so she's the kind of person who cries literally i fuck you not if you show her a picture of the twin towers she's never been to new york once in her fucking life but if you show her a picture of the twin towers she cries and then starts singing the national anthem every fucking time and it's like cool do you but like when it comes to vulnerability my mom it took 25 26 years before she finally said like oh i love you you know like it's shit like that where it's like wow how can you be one and not the other but that's not that wasn't how she was raised that's just what goes on in her head but i had to like counteract with around that to be like okay I am not a sensitive person, but I do have vulnerabilities. Like I will accept people in easier. I do trust people easier, okay. but like no sensitivity at all. So like there, there is like cultural things, but cultural culture, how you're raised can change. Like how you're raised, you don't have to, you can like me, I'm a rebel by nature. So I always do the opposite of what my parents did. And that's how I believe like I'm doing a good job is because I'm like, they weren't <laughs> in the nicest way. I love my parents, but like they're, they they're they're interesting and like even when i was a kid i'm like i do not want to be like this and because of that i built how i want to be as a person on how toxic that relationship was that makes sense you know word yeah i'm wow. getting some deep shit <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, thank you for sharing that, man. I'm starting to, really starting right. to tee up a little bit. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so Alpha Monk said something. He said, people are terrified of being hurt, so they play the game. Let's see who cares the least. It's a power thing. People believe it's a power thing, and if you care the least, then you have the upper hand. 100% true, but there is, there is a point where that not caring and that high wall, that whole like step behind and I'm not going to let anything affect me, distance you away from other people like there were there are people that will be with you and say i don't want to be with somebody who will not like show their true selves because what that is that whole like i gotta be the tough guy and i gotta be the one on top and i gotta do this and if you're constantly always and like i can never show anything you're gonna end up alone straight up okay that's i mean let's define showing that thing let's let's real quick let's just define Mm. showing that thing right so what thing what, what thing is he talking about? We're talking about penises. Oh, okay. How big? Long. <laughs> stubby? No? Stubby? I'm all no? about it. I love that stubby life. What Get are we talking about? I'm just sitting there like, uh... Okay. So, so I think we... I, I'm a little confused, too, because I think vulnerability is it also showing emotion, too, because emotions fear, sadness piss anger you know what i mean like 
are those a sign of weakness too as well like as far as in culture wise it's, is that a sign of like oversensitivity or is it a sign of vulnerability having like hell emotions like just bawling and crying and then like like i said bipolar in a way is that um well, I mean, is that a sign of weakness too if you're like sitting you're sobbing and crying off like a chick flick for guys i don't think so i mean when it comes down to it, another way to show it or show emotion is to be angry. So if you're somebody who's who gets angry at fucking everything, and that's that's that me. is that overly sensitive. You're like, rawr, rawr, like always like being pissed off whenever someone says something that you like slightly don't agree with. Like even if it's like, yo, my favorite color is blue. Yeah, but I like light blue, so fuck you. Like, yeah, I can stack that is oversensitivity. It it's not crying, but that's how I because I, I know people who are like that that always have to be like, nah, man fuck you and i'm like chill dog it's not that big of a deal you know all right so i got 10 minutes so i just wanted to say like sometimes i feel like uh some cultures are allowed to be more vulnerable than others and Mm -hmm. then in those cultures like some genders are allowed to be more vulnerable than others and i feel like um like latino men for an example there's this like strong emphasis on being like machismo and being like really strong and being a man and vulnerability and having like really high emotions are like the woman's realm. But then mm-hmm. kind of like- I'm, Latino and I'm the biggest bitch ever. Well, <laughs> a lot of Latino men that I've dated, like that's, that's been kind of like our, our, like that's where we like kind of butt heads. They, they can be really passionate, but like when it turns to like expressing what's bothering them, like, no access whatsoever mm-hmm. um no ass but then at the same time i think black women aren't allowed to be like super vulnerable versus like my white woman counterparts like i think that's that's a thing and that's something that like um can be i don't know <laughs> it's it's challenging i think yeah. it's challenging but, like i think you add culture, you add like cultural expectations, you add gender, and then you just want to be like who you are as a person in relationships. And it, it we it it would take hours for us to kind of like unravel why I can't really communicate effectively um, when it comes to my emotions, but I can be like super expressive in like other ways. Um, so let's real quick. I just want to. This is actually for my own personal my own personal gain here, right? So I'm asking a legitimate question here. So I've always found like, I can connect and emote very, very well without ever feeling vulnerable. So now I'm really starting to, I'm so quiet right now, so I'm starting to really wonder like, can you be vulnerable without feeling like you're being vulnerable? Yeah, I think that's really- I think for me, like I'm very, you know, I, I try to make sense of a lot of things, right? Or like well, I'm talking or I'm emoting. Red Pill, do you, do, you, do you classify vulnerability as a bad thing? I'm starting to think I do, apparently. I'm starting to think like, okay, well, maybe there's something that I don't, I don't think about. Because like, I think for me, I just don't see vulnerability and openness as the same thing. Mm. Right. I think openness and, and true communication and being proactive and talking about what bothers me, something that I feel like I'm actually very good at, is if something is bothering me, I can talk about it before it becomes a problem. Yeah. Before it becomes this, like this whole bottled up thing, like I don't, I don't do that. Either it doesn't bother me to begin with or I handle it right away. And that's it. There's no in between. Yeah. Very rarely does something actually, and that's usually the accumulation of like a thousand different things from like different areas of my life, right? <laughs> Be a man. When that happens, right. when that happens though, and I feel that build up, I just say, hey, you know what? Going through a lot right now. I'm gonna hang out with my boys. We're going out tomorrow. We'll get brunch, and I just leave it at that. And that's good enough for me. 
right? That's, still, that's still vulnerable. I guess I just wouldn't yeah. classify it back. So I'm trying to realize, you guys are talking about things. I'm like, well, I do that, but I wouldn't call it vulnerability. Yeah. But well, that, that's the thing is that those, that. so vulnerability isn't a bad thing and it's not a good thing. If anything, it's like, I, I see it as a scale. Everybody has a level of vulnerability. You have either a low level or a high level of vulnerability. And like for you, you've got more of a, I don't know, you could either have one or the other depending on it. Because for you, you're like, it's, it's second nature to be like, I'm okay with this. I'm cool. That, that is a sign of vulnerability in my eyes of being like, it's openness is one way of saying it, but vulnerability is accepting to be like, I can do this like this. This is how I want to take this information. This is how I'm going to give this information that can go into that. It doesn't mean that you're a vulnerable person, super vulnerable. Again, I think it's a scale. I think it's how much you have. Do you have a lot or do you have a little? Yeah. Same thing with sensitivity. Are you overly sensitive or are you mildly sensitive? You know, people want to find that good balance in between. Like that, I think is the easiest way that everyone can like get together mm -hmm. on is we, we all want to find that balance of like, what's the perfect amount of vulnerability? What's the perfect amount of sensitivity? For me, it's like, there's a scale of one to five or one to 10 fucking I do like five or six vulnerability with like two sensitivity you know like I can see myself as that kind of person where it's like that's my level of how it is um and it's like a high six but is that also is that also the level the level of how vulnerable and how sensitive you kind of allow yourself to be does that also mm -hmm. coincide in what roles do you play in your life right because and, and the way you're like like uh Dante and Anne Shirley would know Got five I'm an African-American male, right? I grew up in a very, like, African-American men. You don't cry. You're not scared. You're not allowed to be sad. If someone gets in your face, you got to be aggressive. Like, that very stereotypical. That's what I grew up with, right? Also yeah. a single father. You look at all my relationships with all of my guy friends, barring maybe, like, two or three guy friends, the rest of them are always blowing up my phone and they're calling me for advice, asking me what to do, right? Yeah. My family, you know, they're coming to me. They're asking for certain help with certain things, whether I'm helping, I'm writing everyone's resumes or somebody needs to borrow XYZ amount of money or somebody's like, I'm just that go-to guy. And so for me, it's like the amount of sensitivity, the amount of reactivity I'm allowed to have in my life is so minimal. I have to find ways to operate around that without distancing people because I'm extroverted and I'm social. So I need to maintain social relationships. If I was an introvert, it'd be really easy to just turn it all on. Yeah. But I'm not. So I have to find other ways to be open, personable, but not be reactive, sensitive, or so, overly vulnerable. So not to interrupt you and stop you guys, uh, we got like four minutes left. So if you guys want to take some takeaways to, I know, four minutes, <laughs> four minutes. Okay. Lastly, for four minutes in like 20 seconds. <laughs> if you guys want anything, add anything to this. I think we should, if you guys want to stay tuned for the next series I'm going to do, I'm going to have a love coach on here, uh, possibly tomorrow. So I'm going to have another interview with a love coach on here. So I just want to let you guys know that I'm going to have another episode for tomorrow. With the love coach, you guys are feel free to go into this, um, you know, moving forward with that. But I don't know if we have time for any last minute things because we got three minutes. I don't know how quick you guys are going to say something. If you guys want to do it and the whole summary of everything. Kim said, don't be Dante, be vulnerable, upgrade your Zoom account. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yes. I'm taking this in the uh, learning process, all right? <laughs> hey, hey, they donate. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> Yo, bro, get a, get one of those uh, GoFundMe pages. Fuck it. 
I did, man. I got a, I got a Patreon, and no one's ever put in no, nothing in there. I check in every day. No, daily. Hey, did daily, you, I'm did checking you tell anybody stuff. about this Patreon? And I, and I it, it, it makes me vulnerable. <laughs> I'm weak every time. Every time I wake up in the morning, I wake up. Let me see who donated something to to Y Day. And I look, I'm like, Nobody no, that's just being it. that's just being sensitive. <laughs> Dante just being a little bitch. <laughs> I, I, I am. I am. I'm not gonna lie. But if you guys right, have to say as far as the live stream too, if you guys are on here, say something. Um, but you guys got like two minutes. But yeah, I'm gonna do another episode with a dating coach. Or like, mm. from uh, Australia. Is like. Uh, radical vulnerability with the people like with your chosen people is necessary for men and women in order for you to just feel like and it's important to practice that actively in your relationships making vulnerability this like negative thing makes you not i i think it closes you up and if we're in this game to win it like you want to have like an intimate partner you got to be vulnerable you have to allow people to have access to you all right, it's less than a minute. Sorry, guys. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, I'll, I'll upgrade it next time. Next time, next time around. I didn't think it's going to be. <laughs> Damn better. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys.